0: Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life.
1: You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria.
0: Life is about doing. That's how progress has been made since the beginning of time. Someone decided to do and not just talk about it.
1: It is the Almond Gunner experience. Yes, brother. How you doing this morning, man? Listen, I'm
0: good, brother. You know, we got that early morning going today, dropping the podcast, uh, which feels good. You know, because we get to jumpstart our day uh, even more positive than we normally do.
1: Coach, today's topic: direction. When I think about
0: direction, you know, the things I think about is purpose, right? Like, like, you know, what's my potential? Where, where am I really trying to get to? Um, you know, what is, what is my gift? You know, because the seed is on the inside, right? And, and my job is I have to figure out, you know, what that is, so people can get the fruit. And, and so I think about purpose and then serving, because you know, the thing is the, the, the tree. You know, when, when, when an apple tree happens, the apple, you know, don't go to the person. The person has to come to the tree. You know what I mean? So that's why it's important to know your direction so you can have people come to you and get the fruit so they can be served. I mean, that, that, that's the way this thing works. Um, and people are constantly, you know, it's, it's that constant conflict. You know, where am I going? What's my potential? You know, why am I here? Uh, I, I think those are all legitimate questions. Uh, but I think sometimes what happens is, you know, we, we can't see the forest for the trees. Uh, for me, I just simply stop. I stop and I look at the things that I do well. You know, what are the things that you do that that just just feels like you flow? I mean, that that's how you really find the direction in which you're going. I mean, a lot of times people try to force it, right? They try to force a particular behavior to, to accomplish a particular thing, but we all have these these gifts that when we're when we're in them, it's like breathing. And I think you have to be willing to pay attention to that. Um, you know, I often talk about when I was running uh, when I was younger and running. I never realized that it was a gift. You know, I just assumed everybody could run fast. You know, because you know my family was a bunch of athletes and. We could all seem to fly. Um, so I, I never really realized that what I had when it came to running was way different than than most of the people in the world. Um, and, and it was and it was through developing that gift and really understanding that gift. I laugh. I mean, it's the only reason that we're on this podcast today, right? Is because somewhere in there I was obedient to my gift and I recognized that. You know, not everyone can, can run this fast. Not everyone can, can take this kind of pain. Uh, not everyone can come back from, from this injury. And, and so it became, you know, my story, right? It became my story. And, and, and I was able to then take that story and, and, and communicate it and paint a picture that allows people to realize that they have a story too, that they have a gift too that they can overcome some stuff too. Um, so I, I think, you know, when you're looking for direction, the first thing you, you need to do is really look at the things you do well, man. You know, you don't
1: have to, it, don't make this hard.
0: Look at the things that you
1: love. It's clear that if you're trying to figure out if you're heading in the right direction, ask yourself, are you operating from a, a place of force or flow? Are you in a state of flow? Because what, you're, uh, what you describe is running came easy to you and you didn't even, you know, have to think about it. And you were kind of like, why doesn't everybody feel this way? And I think, and I don't know that I've ever gotten in my car and just driven. You know, I hear people do this, like they just get in the car, they just want to drive, but I don't think I've ever gotten in my car just to go drive. You know, maybe I should sometime, but usually I have a place in mind before I turn the key. Right. Right. Well, you know,
0: again, I I think it goes back to, (laughs) you know, when we talk about the word flow, I think it just goes back to being like water. Uh, you know, I I constantly use water uh, as a great metaphor to how I think you should be able to move through life. You know, water will go backwards in order to go forward. You know, it just goes where it goes. You know, it, it flows. When when it runs into a barrier, it just goes around it. It'll go under it. It'll, it you know, and, and that's the thing that you want to do. When you're in your gift, it just feels like, Whatever obstacles come your way, you can flow. You know, you, you just pivot and you go another way. Um, that's why they always say if, if, if you do something you love, you never have a job, right? You know, if you work a job that you love, you'll never have a job. Well, that's the difference. The difference is your work is your gift. See, your job, you can be fired from your job, but you can never be fired from your gift because it's, it's an inside thing. It, it, it's within you. It, it, it's your seat. And that if you nurture it and you do the things that you need to do, you're going to produce, you know, one hell of a bushel of fruit. Uh, but the other part of that too is, when when I'm thinking about the direction that I'm heading, I also look at look at who I surround myself with. I always say, "You show me your friends, I'll show you your future." You know, uh, usually if, if you if you if you, because ultimately you become what you continually see and hear, right? So if you're with nine broke people, you're going to be the 10th broke person. Um, so so I, you know, when I'm looking for direction, I'm like, you know, who is who, around me? Who have I surrounded myself with? Who have I allowed to, to occupy my time? Because remember now, time is the only true measurement of anything. You know, that's that real love. If you've given time to something, then that's that real love. Um, so, so I always, you know, when it comes to direction, I'm like, okay, first of all, man, my time is precious. Uh, I want to be efficient with it. So I, I want to know that I'm spending it with people who are fighting uh, to be better as well.
1: So purpose is is a great indicator of of whether you're heading in the right direction. And one thing you know we've talked about in the past, and and you know, really resonates with stories and, and the work that we do together is identifying, you know, and we were just talking about this with a friend, identifying where you came from can oftentimes yes you identify where you're headed, right?
0: Yes. I mean, I, I always think, you know, those are great lessons, right? Um, that's why I dabbled in the past. You know, I, I, I love uh, talking about my mother and my father and my grandparents and my great grandparents, because they, you know, they set a precedent on certain things, right? Uh, and Which which leads me to, to a very good point here is about your core values. And, and I think that's why you have to be willing to take a step back and look at where you come from because it makes up your core values. And I always say you need to play as close to your core values as you possibly can. So, G man, what do you mean by that? Coach, what do you mean by that? My grandfather used to say, Almond, be yourself, because you can be that better than you can be any, any anyone else, right? So the core values are the things that you must have in your life. Like there's some things that that for me, I, I must have. Like I, I, I won't fudge on them. I, I if they're not in my life, it's not, it's not gonna be good. So the closer you play to those core values, the happier you are, because it's you. Like, like if you're a guy and one of your core values is, hey, listen, you know, I, I, I don't do drugs. That, that's just, look, it, it doesn't happen. Well, if you align yourself and put yourself around people that do drugs, now I'm getting further away from my core value. I'm not happy about that because now there's this, this struggle, right? So I try to stay as close to my core values as I possibly can because that's where you find your happiness. That's where you really find your purpose is it's in line with what your core values are, which now allows you to work and always give effort. And it's not really work at all.
1: And I think a, a lot of times we ignore our heritage. We ignore our DNA. We ignore our, our biology. And, you know, we so we have all of this ancestry, all of this, the, all these people that have already done all this work yeah. And then, you know, it's that rework concept. It's like, no, no, no. If I'll just take a moment and look back, there's ugly stuff. There's always going to be right. ugly stuff. There's always right. going to be things that can be judged, but if you can find those nuggets, those gems, the things that were left behind and they may be small, but they're there, I promise you they're there. And, you know, going back to what you said, show me your friends and, and I'll show you your future. You know, why not take the time to, to identify your own value and raise your value just based on the work that's already been done, you're going to attract better friends. You're going to attract better things. You're going to attract more resources in, in, the, in that sense. Oh,
0: it's spot on because, you know, basically what you're saying is, you know, the, the fruit attracts the people that come to the fruit. And, and, when you, and when you take a step back and you really look at all the people that came before you that shaped your life, you know, I always say we should be constantly cutting into the learning curve of our kids. So for me, if it took me 30 years to arrive at a certain place, I want to share that information. And hopefully my kids can get there in 25 years. Like at the end of the day, you know, what kind of leader would I be if I know that there's a 12-foot hole? Like when you walk 50 feet, there's a 12-foot hole that's directly in front of you. What kind of leader would I be if I didn't share that information? Just say, hey, now listen, there's a 12-foot hole up here when you go 50 feet. So when you get to about 49, you're going to have to go left or right. Now, If you think you can clear it, I mean, jump over. But but the hole is there. And, And if they're listening, right, and if they're listening and if they're paying attention, guess what? You just cut into the learning curve. You just help them to not fall, not have to dig their way out. So now they can use their energy to move this thing further. I think that should be the goal. The goal should be how do we continually move the bar? And I think that's through sharing information. Um, I just think it's tough when people don't have the right information to make the decision. I, that's why, I, you know, you hear me all the time say, man, misinformation is worse than no information because it's just so hard to get someone to, to see differently. Um, and, and, you know, and it's, it's my phrase, right? Go to war with a paintbrush. You have to constantly be painting a picture that people can see. And you do that by leading with your life. You let your life paint the picture, right? Um, So, you know, purpose is everything. And and, and it's a question that everyone's going to struggle with. You know, what's my purpose? What's my potential? Why am I here? I mean, those are questions that everyone struggle with every single day. But it goes back to what you said earlier, right? There's a lot of ugly stuff. You know, every family have some ugly stuff and and, and sometimes you, you don't want to talk about it, sometimes you don't want to deal with it. So what do you do? You cover it up, right? You know, you, you, you cover it up. And then what happens is someone else falls in that hole, and now it's a big thing because it's been uncovered, and now we got to really talk about it. Uh, I, I think that being able to to share all the stuff, the good, the bad, and the ugly, is is how you really help people, you know. Uh, In this country right now, you know, they're constantly talking about mental health. Mental health. A lot of people, you know, every mental health, right? Uh, COVID comes along. uh, People have to stay in. Now you really got to look in the mirror. So if you didn't like yourself before, when you were able to move freely, right? If you didn't know your value before, and now you're locked down. Now, now every day you wake up and the mirror doesn't lie. And now it starts to take a toll on your psyche. But see, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, we didn't talk about, that we didn't share, that we should have. But this is our opportunity. Like, like I keep telling people, you know, COVID is, is, is an opportunity. It's a moment, man. This, this, this is a moment to where we can all make a difference. That's the beauty is, you know, seldom in life do you have this, this thing that comes along where everybody can participate and be a part of getting better. And that's where I feel we are. So, so, you know, 2021 for me is about community. And, and the revolution is real. And, and, and we're going we're gonna to talk about it every single week about always give effort. That's age. Don't pull back, don't hold back. Put it out there. Be your authentic self because you can do that better than anything else. And when you're your authentic self, now we can see what your true fruit is. Listen, an apple seed don't grow an orange. It it don't happen that way. A banana seed don't grow a pineapple. (laughs) It's his authentic self.
1: Running into this concept of trust your instinct, I'm, I'm thinking about people that have identified mental illness and they see a warning sign, they get a red flag. And, and I just want to kind of hit a timeout right here because mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for us to say, if you see a red flag and your gut tells you it's a red flag, don't allow someone else's opinion about your voice to cause you to, to, uh, to give in to fear, right? I mean, it, it's scary. It's scary when you have to, to identify and share something that, yes. might, that might offend people. It, yes. might, it might create work or it might yes. it might take work, but it's something that, that that you can't ignore.
0: Well, I mean, well said. I mean, you know, I, I tell people most of the time, the reason that I say trust your instinct and trust your gut, especially when, you, when, you, when you're looking towards your purpose and things like that is because, listen, sometimes, yeah, I gut get it wrong, but more times than not, it gets it right. And when you identify those red flags, that's why it's important to have go-to people. That's why it's so important to be able to know that I can have a real conversation and be my authentic self. I will not be judged, right? Because my expectations is to be the best version of myself. See, I can't, I can't. When I start putting expectations into other people, now there are some variables that I can't control. So when I do that and they don't live up to what I think they should live up to, now I'm disappointed. So if mentally I'm in a bad place, now I'm disappointed with this, that makes it worse. At the end of the day, we cannot ignore red flags. That's why we call them red flags for for a reason. Because the beauty of acknowledging a red flag, being able to talk about a red flag, right, is if you're wrong, you can say, hey, I'm wrong. But I would rather you know error on, on the side of the caution right versus we always have this conversation in america when something terrible happens now we want to know why why you know who, who, listen it doesn't matter it's already happened now what we the question we should be asking ourselves every day is what can we do about this like how many times do we have to see a certain movie before we realize what the end's going to be we we need to do a better job of being proactive not react. That's why I say trust your instinct because your instinct is a proactive, it's a proactive stance because it usually
1: happens before you need to really react to something. So you have to trust that. So there's that, there's that 12 inch gap between the heart and the brain. It's the difference between thinking and overthinking. Okay. There's, there's, there's
0: moments where, you know, I, I'm a thinker, you know, I do my research. But I, I, I'm the guy that's I'm not gonna overthink it. I don't I don't overcomplicate things. That's just not my nature. And, and the thing about when you start to overcomplicate things, you get paralyzed. And, and at some point, you have to do. See, that's the difference between thinking and overthinking. When you overthink, you never do. You never do. You 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 flirt with gear with guilt and fear. When you overthink, that, think about it. When you're overthinking something, you're usually afraid that if I make the, the wrong decision that this is not going to be good, right? Or you're usually like, man, if I do this, then I'm, I'm going to feel really guilty about it. I shouldn't do it, right? So, so that's my thing. When, when, you, when you're overthinking, I already know. You're flirting with guilt and fear. You, you, you just got to think, research, and now I got to do. Because when I do, that's when I know whether it's working or not working. But I can sit and talk about it all day long. You know, I always say the world is full of big talkers and little walkers. There's a lot of people like to hold the same conversation. Matter of fact, look at what's happening today. You have mass mass shooting eight people, mass shooting 10 people. And what are they doing? Talking. Now, same conversation they've had every single time one of these things happened. So my question is, what are we going to do? (laughs) When when are we going to do? When are we going to take any plan at this point and just execute it?
1: Well, and, 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 and clarity is power. And you talk about often things are in slow motion for you. I think that misinformation causes people to overthink a lot of times because you just don't have clarity. You just don't have the ability to process information and and that's it goes back to your sources and your friends and and yeah you don't trust it right I mean that's the thing If, if I don't trust the information then I'm constantly trying to get
0: something anything to validate it right and I want it to be validated to a point to where now I feel comfortable to take this risk but that's why I constantly say look at the end of the day put your expectations on yourself because that mirror, dude, that, that mirror just does not lie. And, and you can say, look, I, I, well, I can't make this decision because, you know, I, I don't get this information. I can't make the decision because I'm just, dude, at some point you, you either do or you don't. But life is about doing. That's how progress has been made since the beginning of time. It's because someone decided to do and not just talk about
1: it. And, and going back to the the flow or force, you know, just check doing those self checks, just being willing to to identify okay, I got a trigger here or I got something that's that's a rut and being willing to do that and, and have those practices in place but not doing it in a, in a place of isolation or overthinking or you know, really dwelling on it, you know, being being quick to to kind of feel do feel do you know and, and well and again it,
0: it goes back to just understanding who you are right it goes back to trusting your training is how I like to put it you know if you're putting in the reps and if you're doing the reps every single day to make you the best version of yourself then you trust that you know you trust your training to get you to the other side when when obstacles come your way uh when it gets a little crazy you know that if I just hang in here, uh, it's like watching March Madness. man. I, first of all, if you, if, if you like sports or you consider yourself to be a sports person and you do not love March Madness, I say reexamine yourself. It is the purest form of sport. It, it, it is throw the records out. They don't matter. There are 64 teams. It is one and done, baby. You basically have 40 minutes to show me what you have. And Cinderella, let me tell you, this year, not only did she show up early, but she brought some friends. I mean, man, she she brought some friends with her, you hear me? No one's bracket's perfect. So I love it. Because because what what inevitably happens is, is when you are a team and you're working and you get in that flow. And if you're the underdog and, and that flow just starts to feel real good, like things are starting to slow down, like it's clicking. It's going the way coach told you it may go if you do this thing, right? Now, the deeper you get into this game, the more confident you become. See, Oral Roberts, man, he's like, okay, we got Ohio State, right? <laughs> right? Now, come on. Nobody's picking them in a bracket. But here's what happens. you You, you get to the second half with about five minutes left, and you still hanging around. So now you start feeling like, oh, yeah, I'm going to slay this giant. The giant starts feeling like, what is wrong with me? Why, why, why I can't get this done? That's the beauty of trusting your training. That's the beauty of when you put in those reps. And then when you start to execute Look, if you execute it right, no one can stop it. I don't care who they are, right? That's the key. That's the key. When you Mm -hmm. you know your purpose, Mm -hmm. if you put in those reps and you execute, man, you can't stop it. That's why they always say, when God gives it to you, man, nobody can take it away. Mm -hmm. I don't care how they come at you, brother. They can't do it. Can't do it. Because you've been anointed. You're walking in his purpose. Trust your trainer, my friend.
1: You got a pick? Did you, did, did you do a bracket? Man, my bracket got busted up a long time ago. But, <laughs> but look, you, you got your nose? Are your nose
0: oh, my them all the way? Listen, listen. They going oh, all the way, Coach? I got to ride them all the way, brother. But Gonzaga, <laughs> I mean, Gonzaga, let's be real. Back, yeah. But here's the thing, man. The thing that I love about the knolls, I mean, it, it, you know, besides they're the knolls. But here's what I love. Man, Leonard Hamilton, here's his strategy. We pressing all game long, and we playing man to man. And I'm going to bring in three, four at a time, and, and you know we're going to wear you. Like, you're going to have to come because we're coming with it. I love that, man. Yeah. That, to me, that is just – that's that gladiator stuff that right is, there. That is right. It is. That's that gladiator stuff, man. Yep. It's like we we just going to play. We're we going to bring it, and we're going to play. We're going to go after it. we ain't going to make nothing easy for you. You ain't gonna be walking no ball up the court. Yeah. like we we gonna force you to get it over the line before those 10 seconds. Man, I just love that. I I see because that's like my best against your best. Let's yeah. see what we got. And guess what? We develop our kids here. So we deep on the bench. I'm gonna bring in three more. Like that, man, that's just beautiful to watch. Yeah. It's
1: we might see watch. uh we might see Knowles uh Bama. Yeah, we we might see it. That could be good we, we, we might see it man could be a good matchup I,
0: I, I tell you i'm so so i'm loving um i really am loving uh, march madness this year i mean i just think you know when you look at Loyola, chicago i mean sister jean i mean there's gotta be something to it right <laughs> i mean you, you know um but there's nothing like march madness
1: yeah i got i got the zags one in it so we'll see uh so coach who's our mvp for direction you know what? It's, it's funny that we've talked about my Knowles.
0: Uh, it's Leonard Hamilton. I, I think that when you look at what he's been able to do at FSU, uh, a, a quote unquote football school, Leonard knew his direction. But it didn't start there. I mean, it started when he was at Miami. Like, like everywhere he's gone, he, he's, he's built programs. And the beautiful thing about him is he knew his purpose, right? He, he knows that his purpose is to develop men who happened to win a whole lot of basketball games. Um, You know, he's graduating over 90% of those kids, man. That means these kids are getting educated. That means that that he he has said, listen, basketball is a beautiful tool, uh, but we're going to use this to make sure that at the end of it, you can take care of your family. Like, he's building men, and and that's a tough direction. I mean, but but he knows his purpose. He knows what he's there to do. And, and, and it just so happens that in doing that and doing what he loves, he's winning. You know what I mean? Like he's winning. And, 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 and so definitely, and I, and I know Coach Hamilton, I, I've, been, I've had the privilege to be around him for many, many years. I mean, even when he first came over, um, but I knew if given time, and we say this all the time, if given enough time and the right amount of energy, there's no problem that can't be solved. And he solved this problem, man. This this three straight years the Sweet 16, um, you 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 have to now say every year is not if they're going to be in the tournament they're going to be in the tournament. Uh, Now it's about man are they going to make a run and win it? You know what I mean?
1: It's just a matter. It definitely feels like just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. And and why not this year? This could be. That's right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean. So to me, when, when we talk about direction, when we talk about purpose, when we talk about service. I mean, Coach Hamilton. He's he's all of those things, man. Uh, I, I saw I saw a thing the other day where where he where he's you know he's a real spiritual man. Man, he's singing some gospel, baby. I mean, he he, he is uh, he's a fun guy to be around. But let me tell you, he's a leader because he's building men.
1: Man is just consistent. Uh, you know, almost stoic. Yep. You'll, see, you'll see him get frustrated, but it's not frustrated at a, a game. It's not frustrated even necessarily, uh, you know, about a, a mistake per se. It's just you, – you can just see he's got this sense of purpose. I mean, oh, no I mean, doubt. Such well, a great for,
0: call. And for him, dude, it, it just seems to always be about execution and effort. You know, every every time I watch, you know, Coach Hamilton and, and, and watch the an Knowles basketball team, that, that's what I feel. I feel like, look, these, these guys know their purpose. And they're not going to take a playoff. They're always giving effort. Uh, They are trying to execute to the best of their ability. They trust their training. And they feel like they're always in the game. And and that's how you want to be. See, in life, I feel like that's how you want to be. You want to feel like you're always in the game. Like, dude, I got a shot at this thing. I got a shot. Uh, When we get there, man, great things happen. Um, You know, direction's everything. You know, I, I encourage people to... To really, just stop, step back, look in the mirror, um, look at the things that you do
1: well. You know that that's probably your fruit. When you find your purpose, it will always be about serving people. No doubt. And that and that's No doubt. It's just such a true statement.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when you do what you do well, I I, I can I guarantee you it, it's going to be helping others. What what you do well will end up helping others because that's what we're here to do. We're here for service. See, that's the goal, is use these tools immediately today to, to slide right into your purpose, to, to find your direction. I mean, that's what this is all about. And uh, hey, be sure to go to our website. We actually just posted our summer beach camp up on the website. You know, every year I go, ah, maybe I'm not gonna do a beach camp, but then I get kids going, coach, coach we, we, we gotta go to the beach, man, come on. So we've we just posted the dates for the beach camp. Uh, we'll be kicking that off on June 7th. Gonna rock them on Monday and Wednesday mornings. Uh, it's always fun, it's always a blast uh, to be out there. Uh, and, we, and we get better, you know? It's, it's eight weeks of getting better. Uh, so be sure, sign up for the beach camp. We're gonna rock that. Uh, go get you some age gear. I mean, because we, we want you to always give effort, baby. Um, and just remember, every day is game day. We'll catch you next week.